0: La 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 la, la 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 la, la. Slabcore, Core. but this is actually podcore. Podcore. Podcore, the podcore slobcast. the podcore slobcast. the podcore slobcast. <laughs> End of song. <laughs> Wow! Well, folks, welcome to the Podcore Slobcast. (laughs) I must introduce my amazing duet partner. There, Nate is on the podcast today. Nate, how's it going, man?
1: Most people call me uh, Rihanna,
0: but (laughs) um, yeah, you can call me Nate as well. Hi, I'm doing well. I knew you before you were Rihanna, so I okay.
1: Riri (laughs) (laughs) Riri Riki Riri.
0: (laughs) That was one of the most beautiful join-ins on this theme song. And this is the 34th episode. Isn't wow. Wow. <laughs> it's nuts. It's really weird. You're
1: moving right along. I
0: guess so. So thank you. That was amazing. Thank you. Um, okay. I just got anxious that it's not recording. It's recording, folks. We are in it. To win it. Yes. So Nate and I, we just had an amazing uh, dinner. You just want to tell the listeners what we cooked up? We made Ghanaian-inspired Indomie. Yes. So good. We got the corned beef. We got the Vienna sausages in there. Check it out on the Slobcore feed, Slobcore Kitchen. It'll be up there soon. Woot, woot. Woot, woot. Um, So yeah, that was delicious. And as always, we've been having good conversations. And uh, but before we get into those combos and what we're going to talk about in this podcast, Nate, I want you to give the listeners your Bryn origin story. So that can be a specific memory or just like how we met or anything that comes up to you.
1: The Brynogen. <laughs> the Brynogen. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Don't use that. Um, we went to high school together. True that. And I first encountered Bryn in football. Yep. So we were both playing in the same position. It was my first year playing and he was a junior. Was a junior, yeah. And he was the seasoned vet. So I was like, shoot, this guy knows what he's doing. I don't. So I'm just gonna watch him. Wow. And I'm so honored. I watched him a lot. And <clears throat> we became good friends, just playing the same position, talking. Yep. And Being I would on the sidelines doing games. I remember watching you bench press and you hit a couple PRs. Yeah. Up around 165. Dude. And I was like, damn, this kid's got some arms it's
0: wild thinking about how much i listed in football because i think yeah. if i got to 225 benching whoa and 300 squatting i definitely my can't year? do that senior in year MR. yeah senior okay, year okay okay um, uh that's up there yeah wow beautiful
1: yeah so we became good friends we talked yep. and uh the end
0: the end well i think <laughs> or not the end not <laughs> the end of course um i think one of my first or favorite memories with you from those early days where when I was a senior, you invited me up to go come visit you at college up at PLU. And that oh, was yeah. so fun. That's my first time like being on a college and like, <laughs> it was like our Friday night and there was like some events going on. And like, you just show me the ropes, even though I'm sure you were a freshman, like figuring out what the hell's going on. I figured it'd you be felt nice to, so have cool a, to, me.
1: to have a friendly face. Cause I was struggling Making friends, so it's sure. nice having you Aww. having you be there. I'm so glad to hear Yeah,
0: it. Yeah, that first first time at college can be hard. Yeah. It's it's rough for everyone. Yeah, but that was a treasured memory for sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: When you left, all the girls were like, Oh Really? Who's your friend, <laughs> Br- who's your friend Bryn? Oh wow. I was like, Oh, I don't think he's coming back, guys. <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> you should have brought me back just just for them, just on their behalf. <laughs> oh I couldn't deprive them of myself. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, seven years too late. Yes. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But so that was super fun. And then it's been kind of nice because it was like was it last year, like last January when we finally met up? Cause I remember yeah. when I came back from college, we either you had mentioned messaged me a couple times. Or maybe we ran into each other of like, Oh, like we should hang out and catch up. Oh, yeah. And I did we didn't get that to happen. And then pandemic happened. Yeah. So it was like a good like six, seven years since we'd chilled. Yeah, but it was so fun. Like you were one of the first friends I felt like I had a fun like reconnecting. And Oh, thank you. It was cool too. Because I think I had been so in my head of like, old friends, if we like drifted away or whatever, or just not seen each other. I put so much pressure on it. I was like, Oh, I need to fully apologize to like this friend who I haven't seen. And I'd get way too in my head. And I realized like, Oh, no, we can just hang out apologize. It's like for everyone's stress. Yeah, because I just I get very guilty sometimes. And I feel like I did something wrong. Oh, which is so silly. But it it's just my silly little brain. Yeah. Um, But that was so fun. And it just helped made me realize like, Oh, wait, no, this is dumb. It Like, people just drift apart. And people are yep. busy with shit. And just being in Portland, it's like fun to hang out and reconnect. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Totally, totally. But uh, yeah, so it was great talking and getting dinner and one thing that you sort of told me about you're in nursing school right now Woo. which ooh, i'm i'm not jealous i
1: you should join We need more nurses dude <laughs>
0: that's true we're burning think, out left and right i think i'm done with school i i burnt out before i even got to <laughs> go to nursing school <laughs> i pre-burnt out of that one. well actually i was the only uh chemistry and biology major That didn't want anything to do with medicine.
1: Oh. Because I'm really
0: squeamish with like blood and stuff. Okay. And I just didn't want like all the extra schooling. But. That's fair. There's a lot of school. I'm doing analytical chemistry. Okay. But anyway, you've been learning some stuff recently in nursing school. Do you want to expound upon that? Yeah.
1: So. Recently in classes that focus on something called social determinants of health yes so i think you might be familiar with that term bren
0: i am because my older sibling xylem uh did like public health stuff for masters but i think it's very fascinating yeah tell me more
1: it's a lot of the factors that like contribute and affect people's you know overall health and well-being you yeah. know things like economics where you live the environment yeah uh, an interesting environmental one is like do you live in an area that has a lot of concrete and like not a lot of nature? Cause that in itself can affect your overall health. Wow. And like having a lot of concrete increases like the temperature in that like area. I remember that when we had the heat waves here. Yeah. So like even small things like that make a big impact on your health. Yeah. Um, Obviously economics, we don't need to talk about Uh that. (laughs) Um, Race is another one. Right. And like how that's, um, navigated in the healthcare system totally. can be very traumatic very and difficult traumatic. for people totally. as well as other um, S- SDOH yeah. uh, social determinants of health. Yep. No,
0: I think it's yeah. really cool. And it's such a important like perspective to take, yeah. especially pertaining to like race stuff. Cause this is literally like in hospitals and we yeah. have all this data and like, cause some people, when people think of racism, they think of it so simplistically or yeah. it's like, okay, racism is when there's an angry white person in the South and they call someone a slur or they're like hateful. And people think that because it can take them out of the guilt of like, okay, I'm not that person. Yeah. So then we're not a racist society. But this is like those big societal influences that are like systemic.
1: Yeah. And it percolates into like our, you know, daily life. Yeah. Because it's like in our thoughts, and our mind. Totally. We don't always act on it. Dear yep. God I hope you don't right right <laughs> but <laughs> um it it pops up in a lot of like studies um that are done about you know medicine yeah um you want to talk a cup back yeah well them?
0: those those facts that you told me were nuts yeah because it's just like it's so is just a data point of like there is something severely wrong here yeah. so yeah unload
1: next time I come I'm gonna come with like a whole work cited <laughs> yeah page so yeah. that you can like cross reference and was it fact check yeah. fact check yeah. my ass no, we're, we're shooting from
0: the hip here it's in like, the podcore, podcore studio full of shit um <laughs>
1: um yeah so since we're talking about race i'll talk about some of those those Please. are some very um blaring yeah. issues yeah for example um fun fact maybe not fun fact <laughs> yeah. um Black people are more likely to have an amputation from diabetes complications. Wild. It's not like because of like their genetic makeup or anything. Right, it's because right. they're not getting the care that they need and they're not being like offered those opportunities.
0: Mm. Yep. And- so
1: by the time you know they do get care, it's they're at the point where like is really the totally the most prudent option to, you know, for their overall health that's so, so bad so like there's one yeah um the c the um pulse oximeter do you know about those oh you have
0: one yeah that, that's what being having health anxiety during the age of covid will get you did you
1: know that uh darker skin does not read well on it really and so darker skin will read a higher pulse ox wow oxygen saturation. So if uh, someone with darker skin comes into a clinic and they're like out of breath, they're like, you know, wheezing and short breathing and, you know, respiratory distress. Right. 92, 93 is kind of the low end that Uh you want for that oxygen saturation. If they come in and they read like 92, 93, they're really about 90 or 89. So they're actually lower than what they're reading. And so to the healthcare worker, they're like, ah, shoot, yo, you're in the normal range. Right. You should be fine. Discharge, go home, respiratory distress, attack, something bad
0: happens. Wow.
1: Not dealt with. so
0: fucked. And talk about like the banality of evil or whatever, because it's like- It doesn't mean ever like the nurse necessarily had yeah. this like hidden racism no it's like the racism's literally baked into the technology
1: yeah the technology was like designed like, for like for white skin whiter skin yeah. so like these people with darker skin right the uh infrared or i think it's infrared yeah. can't read through it as well so it just reads the number higher
0: and that's such a basic diagnostic tool that like that's yeah, yeah. isn't that crazy that's so fucked.
1: And so w- one thing that they're teaching us in nursing school to combat that is like, yeah. you gotta do a full assessment. You can't oh, just re- rely on a, piece, a little piece of technology. That's good.
0: You well, I, I am. Uh, that is so nice that like, that's something that is now being addressed. Yeah. Cause I'm sure it just never was talked about in med yeah. school and nursing schools before.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, uh, Tuskegee experiment.
0: So fucked dude. That's a bad one. So that's bad. bad. So bad. Shouldn't do
1: that to people. <laughs> and then oh the other thing i mentioned was the uh blood clot uh medication oh yeah right so i didn't i don't know too much about that but that there is a special basically NPR.
0: black people are yeah. prescribed for yeah. what they need yeah yeah and that's and if like, you get
1: blood clots you know you got some serious health issues totally, that can happen
0: totally well one that i know is like for like the bmi is like the origins oh, yeah. of it is yep. pretty fucked and like yep. was not very scientific and it was specifically on like white men yeah and so that's why it's like so but it's like so not accurate to so many things yeah um but so many things in healthcare are like based upon it still yeah.
1: yeah yeah that's like pretty bad dude yeah, and, so, yeah. <laughs> and
0: then it is like misogynoir noir or whatever where it's like black women get like so fucked in the healthcare system mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there's like the intersecting things of like women's pain also doesn't get like properly yeah. handled and
1: yeah so there's a, there's a lot of studies trying to like find these disparities and you mm-hmm. know looking at methods to like you know, yeah.
0: try to alleviate them totally and so, a lot of this it just makes me think of like the healthcare system in general especially our for-profit system it's just so a lot of people don't get help when they need it because they don't have the money to like go to the doctor or whatever.
1: Be like me get on Medicare. There no, Medicaid. Medicaid. Oh my God. Not nice. Medicaid. Medicaid. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I pay a buck a month, baby. Wow. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. It's like you get all the services. Yeah. I don't see how that could be a bad thing. <laughs>
0: Here, maybe get a little closer to the mic. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. (laughs) It's a good thing.
1: So you want want to talk about what I brought up here for you? Yep. So we
0: were, I mean, this all has to do with like implicit bias and uh, some of it's systemic, but there's also like those biases that we have in ourselves. Yeah. And so you found a study from Harvard or what's this? Yeah.
1: So I was listening to um, a podcast on NPR with Shankar Vedat Uh and he had some guests talking about like, Um, bias and like you know these uh thoughts that are ingrained in our brain you know through and they're like what is it what's the word i'm looking for well it's not there but Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um well uh, alert learned learned yeah learn behaviors and and a lot of this stuff
0: is like it's reinforced in our culture and so like people have implicit everyone has biases implicit biases
1: so there's a study. Uh, well, there's a test you can take on Harvard. It's called the um, implicit bias test. Mm-hmm. Google it, take it for free. Um, and we're going to find out how bigoted written <laughs> actually is. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I've never actually
0: <laughs> taken one of these. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the results. I think I I
1: took one a long time ago and I don't remember the score or I just don't want to say it. So I don't remember. (laughs) Well,
0: I will say this. I've always been a good test taker and I'm, I'm someone who's pretty well versed on like issues of like racism and like (sighs) intersectionality. There's always a lot of learning to do. And so even if I come out with a good score, that doesn't mean I don't have implicit bias and like, I'm a He's just better at white hiding guy. it. I'm <laughs> better at hiding it. But also, maybe this test it will it will take it out and see where my biases lie. So
1: even though you're a good test taker, the key to this test,
0: uh-huh. speed is important. Work as quickly as you can. Your results will not be accurate if you go too slow. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. So
1: as soon as you see it, you have to pick an answer. You can't just sit there and think
0: about it. Okay, I see. That's cheating. Alrighty. Call you out. Let's. On your- uh, let me. Are you take ready? This shit. I guess so. So what do I do? Okay, I'll just read this out for the podcast people. In this test, you'll see items that represent African-American children, European-American children, pleasant words, and unpleasant words. You can
1: see where this is going.
0: As each (laughs) item appears, you'll be asked to make responses on the left or right side as quickly as possible. I use my keys, and then there's some pictures of some African-American children and some European-American children, pleasant words, and unpleasant words. So each item appears. So I'm going to say if something's like unpleasant. Basically.
1: I think I do not I'll, remember. I'll just I'll
0: just follow what it goes. <laughs> yeah. So maybe you'll be the color you'll be the I'll be the, what? the broadcaster. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, I'll be the color the, the, what? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say color commentator, oh. but I guess you'll be the person of color commentator. Yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm failing already. Yeah,
1: he hasn't even taken the test yet. <laughs> I'm about to leave the room.
0: Oh no. <laughs> okay. Um, cause yeah, I'm going to be, I'm, gonna be fo- I'm just saying, cause I'm going to be focusing on this. You want me to read it or like, mm, maybe, but I'll, I'm going to focus on this rather than recording good it's audio. It's going to be a
1: really quiet so next, next the, 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> you're the audio guy. It's
1: like straight silence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you can, you can, uh, listen, say stuff about
1: this. Listen to Bryn take a test in silence.
0: <laughs> okay. A
1: terrible podcast. I am ready to begin
0: the test. <laughs> okay. He's starting. Please wait.
1: Okay, so this is a practice
0: practice block, yeah. Um, Oh, good. I for African-American, E for European-American. Okay, yep. Okay, African-American, European-American.
1: So he's cycling through different pictures of uh, individuals who have different skin colors
0: Uh skin tones i'm doing so good and he's still practicing okay i is for pleasant words e is for unpleasant Uh.
1: so he's seeing words like lucky grief tragedy diamond agony honest oh wait what's pleasant? okay
0: i forgot which side was what oh it says at the top okay okay
1: i think so he's just cycling through there we are
0: okay okay I is African American or pleasant and e is European American or unpleasant oh this is good. I see okay this is gonna pleasant
1: so now he's seeing words and uh individuals faces with different skin tones and he's trying to uh allocate them according to oh no uh different categories you got one wrong. Uh, He's racist. (laughs) He's he's done. He's cycled through about fifteen images. (laughs) Oh no! Oh Oh, no! He got another one wrong. Yeah, he's
0: looking more and more like Trump (laughs) by the minute. More and more like Trump. (laughs) We got Rod DeSantis in the (laughs) building. African American or pleasant European American.
1: So okay, he's doing it again. There's like. Seven oh! rounds of this, so he's got to keep I'm reverse clicking. racist on that one. Oh. Still makes you racist. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: This is that, oh, shit. This is that critical race theory that uh we're being indoctrinated with, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I read that in my math textbook, <laughs> which was, I'm pretty sure, written in Texas. Uh-oh. Right? Gotta watch out for that. Dude, that's where our... um Middle school uh, textbooks are written.
0: Yeah. Oh no, they Social like, studies? they're such a big monopoly on the market that they like lead the country.
1: I remember reading about like the Alamo and like how glorious it was. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I Wild. was like
1: I was like okay, Texas, you pe- spent like 7 pages on the Alamo. Yep a quarter of a page on the Trail of Tears.
0: God. Yeah. <laughs> you said slavery was uh, just about states' rights, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this one, I got okay. European-American on the right, African-American on the left.
1: Okay, so now he's looking at images of uh, children oh. and their, uh, how they might identify and he's trying to allocate them once again based on uh i'm just african out here allocating american. based on race over here i don't know if allocation is the word i'm looking for that's yeah, that, a little economical maybe yeah. we don't allocate children yeah. <laughs> i've got my own biases but that's we're not addressing those yeah. tonight we're nope. addressing this is we're, for Brit.
0: This is all mine okay european american unpleasant <laughs> is on the right african american unpleasant is on the left unpleasant
1: this is like the kind of video game you don't want
0: to play. <laughs> yeah. This
1: is the kind of video game you should play with your um, racist uncle. Or, um, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> hey, uncle. I want you to take a test. Uh, you'll love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'll love it. And
1: you can share it with all your friends, too.
0: <laughs> ah. This wants me to say grief is unpleasant, and maybe it is, but there's a beauty in grief too. Yeah, so. Okay. European American are pleasant on the right, African American are unpleasant on the left.
1: Yeah, don't think about it so much, Bryn. <laughs> <laughs> this is an unpleasant feeling, grief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a couple more rounds of this. He's cycling through them pretty quickly. You know, I don't think I did finish this test. I think I got kind of tired of it yeah. halfway through. Yeah. It's kind of redundant.
0: Gotcha. Oh, shit. I'm getting worse.
1: This uh, project is this project is created back in 2013. That was what the copyright. What the
0: fuck? Whoa! I don't know how I got that. Okay, his, so his, I just finished. His the last results one. came in. The results are in, and your data suggests a strong automatic preference <laughs> for European American children compared to African American children. That's wild. How did it figure that out? Cause I just felt like I was clicking on the sides. Is it just like I'm faster with white kids?
1: Possibly. Wow. I don't know how their algorithm works, yeah. but I think well, it, folks, I think it's part of that too.
0: I think it has been proven and this is probably something I already knew. I got implicit bias. I'm not I'm not the one not racist white person. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it.
1: <laughs> Sorry, having one Asian friend doesn't cut <laughs> oh, it for shit. you. <laughs>
0: more than that yeah at least uh, 3 <laughs> hey, I got, I got three's three. the minimum i got i'm, I'm not going to count my asian friends right now oh. i got more than 3 i got to
1: give them a shout out. <laughs> yeah
0: no let me not categorize all my friends are race but i do <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm just kidding that's wow. racist that's racist i didn't i didn't i thought it, it would be a little fuzzy but strong automatic preference
1: you would like to think it would be fuzzy. I would. Yeah. I would. Wouldn't you like that? You racist. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, wow.
1: That's okay. Yeah. That's that, all right. That's uh
0: Well, that's the thing about implicit biases too, is they're like pre-conscious, yeah. right? That's kind of the whole theory the, of it.
1: The other side is what, explicit bias? Yeah. I and mean, what what's the definition of that?
0: I probably just like hating someone for this thing about them
1: outwardly saying it and knowing yeah. it and like thinking choosing it, it. Yeah, like yeah, choosing yeah. to believe that yeah.
0: but yeah i mean yeah. we're talking about all the social determinants of health and yeah. like this implicit bias is basically what gives yeah. black people and people of different minority statuses yeah. like worse treatment
1: black and brown
0: yeah yeah so i'm really glad that you're like learning about this stuff and sharing yeah. with me yeah yeah yeah, welcome. talk about importance, like in the healthcare system where you're supposed to get healed and healthy. Yeah, if they're failing at that level, like that's why it's important to like check this stuff everywhere in our culture. Yeah,
1: yeah, and like I think one of the big things that's in the news and stuff is like gender affirming care. Oh my god! And like if this is what kind of data you're getting yeah. from like uh, race based, yeah. c- can you imagine? Well, yeah, gender that's- affirming care and all the legal options. Uh, obstacles
0: it's infuriating too because yeah that's something a lot of trans people talk about is the gender affirming care that's already there is really lacking in so many ways but all these right-wingers are acting like they're going crazy and they're turning everyone trans (laughs) when they're taking away the already lackluster medical support yeah yeah which is just i mean i could I could rage about this for like three hours here on the microphone. So Bryn's gonna
1: change his career to working at Planned Parenthood, right? <laughs> yep. Gonna go advocate for them. They could use you. They're always hiring. True.
0: <laughs> Shout out Planned Parenthood.
1: Yeah, they're doing good work.
0: Yep. abortion is healthy. Important. Baby. For yeah. Um. Damn. Well, we did that test. Uh,
1: Brynn, you seem what a little somber. You seem a little somber. He's a little upset now. <laughs> I'm not upset. <laughs> I'm not upset. He's upset.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I got implicit bias. What What can yeah. you say? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how long we've been taught in this. 25 minutes 25 in. Minutes. Anything else? Oh, actually, dude, I yeah. want you to tell me about Ghana. Oh, do you know? I don't know, know if we've really... I've, like, I know you've gone there, but I don't think I've heard many stories or...
1: Okay, ask me a question.
0: Okay, first, let's start you off... can't say how was it. You can't say. <laughs> let's start <laughs> off with some of your memories and, like, why this indomie... Indomie. Indomie yeah. was, like, such an important thing and something you, like, want to keep making and eating.
1: I was just... So, they've got a lot of, like, um, traditional dishes there yeah. that are really popular, and yeah. I really enjoyed those. Uh-huh. And then sometimes I was like, you know, I need something a little different, you know? Something that reminds me more of home. Uh Because you're not really going to find like a hamburger there unless you go to like a fast food place. Yeah. And I was just walking down the streets, you know, in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day, you know, (laughs) smelling the food that the street cookers are making. Of course. And I'm like, that smells like ramen. What are they making? (laughs) And it's ramen. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And I'd never had... Fried ramen. Ooh. I've always had it just like in the soup, in the soup you mm-hmm. know, with like the broth yeah. and like you know the the tap water. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my god, they fried it. Whoa. Okay, it's a little different. Uh-huh. And I ate it. I was like, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. Dang. So it's I, a I nice started little street vendor. Yeah, food. street vendor food did it for amazing. about a buck twenty back in twenty sixteen ish. Oh my god. Good good price. Can't beat that. Yeah.
0: Where that's are you gonna amazing.
1: go now? Get, Food for a buck.
0: <laughs> seriously, nowhere.
1: So I would just, you know, go out maybe two or three times a week to get Indomie.
0: Indomie <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: with uh corned beef hash. <laughs> yeah, the corned beef was yeah. so good in there. Dude, oh my gosh, you guys melts in your mouth. Yeah, seriously,
0: so. nice. Well, what was the what was the reason you were in Ghana again? You've told me before, but uh, I
1: went. A number of times uh-huh. the origin story of my time there was back at, at plu which was yeah. the college you came to visit Yep. um they were having a study abroad fair did you ever do have one of those
0: i i never did study abroad when i was in college but yeah. i went to australia and london in eighth grade and twelfth grade okay because my dad's a professor so we went oh, along nerd yeah i know <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so I'll tell you quickly a study yeah. abroad fair is just like a bunch of different booths uh-huh. trying to like uh show you what they have to offer about studying abroad in that particular country or region or city. Yeah. And so, you know, there's some there sponsored by the school or school affiliated. There are some there like third party. And so I was walking around and I was like, in my head, I'm thinking, I want if this is gonna be my study abroad, I want to go somewhere that. I'll never go to again. Totally. That will never be affordable again. (laughs) Yeah. And that uh, speaks English. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Because mi español es muy mal and my (laughs) French is non-existent. Uh So I was like, you know, we're going to go somewhere that speaks English. We're going to take it a little easy on me. Yeah. And so kind of like, I was like, okay. There's a lot of booths for like England and Germany and Spain. And there's some to like Mexico, Oaxaca, Mexico. Mm. There are some to like Beijing, China and um, Australia. There is one that was school affiliated to Namibia, which is cool. And in my head, I'm like, okay, I want to go somewhere really unique that like I can have my own experience that is like separate from other people from my school. Yeah. And so I went to a third uh, party study abroad program called Uh CIEE don't ask me what it stands for because I don't remember (laughs) and there was no one else at the table except for me Uh I was like well where's this going and they said this is a trip to Ghana and I was all like I think that's in Africa (laughs) (laughs) they were like you're very perceptive maybe we don't want you (laughs) but yeah so Next thing I knew, I uh, signed up for the program. It Was pretty easy to um, do the application, got in, and I was the only one from my school. Oh, fun! So that was like kind of exciting to yeah. you know do something on meet new people and yeah. like have my own experience. I heard a lot of stories about people going and study abroad with their friends or like other oh, classmates, and like so much it drama. become very difficult to yeah. navigate those relationships. Right, and so I was like, we're gonna like eliminate that. All together, Brad. Smart, smart. Not worry about them. <laughs> and I met a lot of people from like Tulane University.
0: Oh, cool. And, and some, yeah, there.
1: yeah, and like George Washington uh-huh. in yeah, some my, other state. Um,
0: my cousin at George Washington. Okay,
1: where's that located?
0: I, I think it's in D.C. Okay, that's what I thought too. So, oh no, he went to American, but oh. maybe his wife went to George Washington. Who knows? It's somewhere. I was
1: the I was like one of two people from the West Coast. Okay, so nice. it was kind of an interesting vibe to get like other people yeah. from around the country at college yeah. le- age, and yeah, so I went for study abroad, which is the long way of saying that. Yeah, totally. And I did an internship at a microfinance bank Whoa. while I was there. Yeah, and I took classes at the University of Legon, which is in the capital of Accra. Legon's the Ligon capital. Is in the capital of Accra which oh, is capital, across, the, the, across the capital.
0: There's a capital of a capital? No, sorry, sorry. I, I oh, think I made that confusion. But the university is not the name of the city. In, no, no, okay. it's called
1: Uni- University of Legon, which is like this sub area of the capital, Whoa. but it's not the capital. Okay, nice. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> wow. And yeah, so I was there for six months, took classes at this university, took classes yeah. in- oh, Do they
0: speak English in Ghana? Yeah, they speak oh, English, nice.
1: but they've got a lot of um, tribal dialects, too. Sure, sure. So I took a economics class, economics of Ghana. I took a class on um, Chui, which is like one of the tribal dialects. So I learned that pretty well. Whoa. And then I took a government. Fuck French, that's yeah, my cooler. Yeah, fuck the, was um, <laughs> it, colonizers. I yeah. didn't yeah. want to learn that language. <laughs> yeah. Well, I learned English, so you know, it's too late. <laughs> too late. Too late, too late. <laughs> um, took a class in government. Of Ghana. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got a F in that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also took a class on gender studies.
0: Whoa. And so nice.
1: their gender studies class. Uh, was very unique. Sure. And it was like very straightforward uh-huh. and very traditional roles. Whoa.
0: So you were learning the traditional roles. In I was learning
1: how they view a lot of their interesting roles so interesting. i thought you know i'm gonna have some fun here and yeah at Push the end of the boundaries. end of, yeah at the end of the year we did like a little you know presentation on whatever we wanted to yeah and i said okay so i gave a presentation with uh one or two other people who uh-huh. were also um study abroad students yeah Just- to this other class of like Ghanaians. Yeah, we gave a presentation on like transgender rights. My
0: man, dude, that's a high five. For transgender me. rights in Whoa, Ghana. How did that go?
1: Not good. Really?
0: <laughs> there was like pushback.
1: There was pushback. The teacher did not like it. Fuck, dude. I was all like, that's, you know, I love it. I, in my head, I'm like, my grades don't actually count yeah. this term yeah. for anything, so it doesn't affect my totally. GPA. So I'm gonna have a good
0: time. Yeah, dude. Push and against that. yeah,
1: she was, she was, she like kind of disagreed with a lot of the things we said. Yeah. And I understand why, because they're kind of like, you know, they're pretty progressive uh-huh. things I found. And so a lot of it stemmed from like their belief systems, you know, uh-huh. and then also like the influence of Westerners coming well, yeah. to the continent of Africa and spreading their beliefs. Totally. I I
0: was just reading something about like Uganda just passed. uh, I think it was Uganda, like anti-gay law. Yeah, and the U.S. government like denounced it basically. Yeah, but they never talk about how like evangelicals go into Africa and like
1: oh, did you know they spread that stuff? Yeah, yeah,
0: and through like missionary work and. Yeah. That's a whole nother can of worms right there. Yeah. So
1: I kinda like looked into the influence of the evangelicals coming in because I would walk down the road and there'd be like big old billboards for this or that evangelical is coming town. Wow. You should come hear them speak. You know, they're at this big old church over here. Like big mega church um pastors from America would come and speak and gain influence. Yeah, like
0: we were talking about Brazil earlier yeah. and Bolsonaro, yeah. and the evangelical. It's similar in Brazil, like it's a massive movement, and that's like the main force behind Bolsonaro's success. I believe I mean, it. He's ousted now, but
1: religion is power.
0: Yeah, especially <laughs> those that high control religion, like evangelical, where it's also yeah. like high control, high judgment, high hierarchy, fucking patriarchy, all
1: that. Shit. <laughs> Hashtag family matters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so wow but, that's so cool yeah so i got to do that and uh piss off the teachers love it and fight, um, the, power. fight the power and then i also spent a lot of time just like doing my own thing like uh-huh. you know traveling seeing the seeing the country yeah yeah
0: because Ghana's western africa right yep yep nice so it's that's so cool it
1: borders um oh god they're gonna kill me um <laughs> it borders Burkina Faso to the north uh-huh to the west is um ivory coast and then to the to the right uh-huh. to the east is uh, togo nice <laughs> to nice To the right <laughs> there you got it
0: there you got it i don't know if i have any listeners in ghana yet so okay I oh, really clear. okay but maybe now yeah well and you're wearing is that a shirt that you got in yep. ghana yep dude that's a You sick can't shirt. see it
1: but it looks super cool it looks
0: super cool cool i uh
1: who gave it to me i think i got it from the fabric uh clothing lady who worked a block away from sense. me that makes and, sense like i would walk by her shop every day on my way to school and say hello
0: nice
1: and so when i was leaving i said goodbye and she gave me a nice shirt oh my god i love it i was like cool it
0: looks great deal (laughs) thank Um, you well and so you you mentioned you went there once for the study abroad and then you went back a couple times i went back
1: three times after that
0: what were those occasions
1: uh the second one was a grant i got from my school so did you do like a senior thesis
0: Yeah, I I did like a chemistry project. Ew. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That sounds difficult. It was actually pretty easy. For
1: my senior thesis, I was doing a study of how individuals receiving microfinance loans would use the funds differently. Mm -hmm. So I stratified it based on gender. Interesting. Male and female within a developing country with Whoa. a focus on Ghana in the capital. Yeah. What were the findings? Um, I think the findings were pretty much what I th- hypothesized them to possibly be, uh-huh. which is which was that like um, women would actually use the funds a little bit better. Yeah. When it comes to businesses. Yeah. Um, I would I conducted that study by like working with the bank talking to the bank um, officials and then i would go out into like the community uh-huh. with one of the bank loan officers uh-huh. and what they do is like they collect the deposits from people right. and these deposits that they collect are like the equivalent of like a buck 50 up to like maybe eight bucks
0: uh-huh. <laughs> so it's so very we're talking micro very small micro yeah.
1: loans yeah, yeah micro loans for a reason yeah <laughs> And so they'd collect the money, and then I'd stay there and talk with them for like you know fifteen minutes, real quick, and you know, see what's up, see what they're doing with their money, see what kind of investments they make in the business if they make any at all. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I I I connected with like thirty to forty business
0: owners. Wow. And
1: some of them didn't really speak good English, so if I could have a translator, I would. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I would practice my uh, tree. There you go. The the language I kind of learned. Yeah um so yeah i did that for two and a half months uh that project there and then the time after that i went i went and got another grant from my school nice go to plu they give you grants (laughs) um (laughs) got a grant to work uh do like uh what's the word uh good work what's what's the word for that I forgot. Uh, charitable charitable work that's the word there you go and um worked with a an orphanage oh wow yeah and so uh my whole shtick with that was to like help create sustainable projects for them to continue once i left smart and so i gave them some money and we built a bookshelf and we got a bunch of books Plug, and yeah. gave them some money to get more books when they want to and then I also helped them create and start their own garden in the wow. orphanage. Yeah. Wow. And like build that and learn how to plant and take care of the plants.
0: Damn. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. And then the fourth time I went, the last time uh-huh. recently, uh-huh. I just went for vacation. Yay. I was like, you know, you know, Brent, uh-huh. we've done enough work here. It's time yep. for me to like.
0: Were able to meet up with old relax. friends in there? Or? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I still connect with some of them. Oh my God. That's and so, so amazing. Uh, we're still pretty close. So. Yeah, just go back and sit on the beach, drink uh, pina coladas, and oh my god, watch the sunset.
0: There you go. That sounds pretty dang. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, love it.
1: So I encourage you to go there. It's a beautiful country. Very kind, kind people.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, that's awesome.
1: Just don't bring up transgender. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, progress to be made there. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. they don't like that word. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Dang well yeah. let's see how long we've been doing this baby for we're sitting at 40 minutes it's 7 15 you got anything else you want to talk about you feeling good uh, i'm feeling, I think, feeling good i think this is a pretty good pod uh, man i like we it we covered a lot of ground found
1: out britain is actually super racist
0: <laughs> yep that's the data shows. sorry <laughs> folks Please Harvard unsubscribe. Said so. Harvard yeah. said so. Harvard said so. It John must be Harvard. true. John Harvard. Is that came his into name? My... No. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? John Harvard. Well, yeah. Thanks so much for joining Thanks me on the podcast, dude. Thanks for having me in, in. Had a good time. Had yeah, a good time. And with that, we'll say goodbye good night. and goodnight. Do you don't feel like a
1: goodbye song?
0: Oh, uh, let's like do a song. goodbye song. Okay. You want to start us off? Goodbye. Goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. Mm. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. And <laughs> good night. Uh.